Welcome to Rachel Lawson's The Magician's Podcast, a darkly gothic place. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. You live in interesting times, an old Chinese curse. I'm more interested in helping people survive the pandemic, said Argent, the Emperor of the Silver Galactic Empire. Red Lake, his grandson from a newspaper, in an old wooden office, cluttered with papers to sign. Are you serious? asked Lance, the great-grandson of Zephyrus. People are dying, said Zephyrus. What's new? Lance, who was wanted by the police as a serial killer. Blake knew this. Zephyrus did not. Blake glared at Lance with heartless words. Anarchy is everywhere. People have forgotten the virus, Lance said. They aren't people. They are aliens from the Xeresa. Said Blake. They don't like us. They see us magicians as the oppressors. Said Lance. Maybe a few was in the past, admitted Sephiris. I think it all started with one alien being murdered by a magician, said Lance. First war started with murder, for example, said Blake sadly. Now, we are being hunted and cancelled by the greys, said Lance, said Lance. They started peacefully, but the politics, darker elements got into it, said Blake sadly. Most of them are passionate about their causes, whatever they are, Lance said. I wonder if the killer was caught. Would their first for vengeance be granted? Blake asked, hopefully. No. They want more than vengeance for one life. They want more than that now. It's beyond that. They want nothing more than the fall of the Empire of the Magicians. They Lance. But Lance, we have to stop them. They are trying to pull down a statue of your granddad said a magician and went away to Lance's teenage son, Lance Jr. They were watching an angry mob graze and human sympathizers. They were trying to rip down a statue of the local hero, Blue Midnight, emperor of the local solar system, in the park. Blue Midnight! Being, of course, Blake. Let them, Gabriel. To fight them would cause them to be angrier. And they would turn on us. It's only a statue, a symbol. It is not the man. Said Lance Jr. In the magician's head. As he dragged the mad magician away from the place. What's wrong? He's a great man, said Gabriel. 
not to them. To them, he is a symbol of corruption. Or, our view is wrong to them. They won't take opposition well. They want to erase us from memory, destroying a symbol of us, a statue, it said in his friend's head. Alien, a human spray painted on the statue in red. A grey alien glared at the painter. Not everyone is after the same thing from this. Some want to fight. Others have causes. Others are just criminals and looters. Most don't think the pandemic will hurt them. Others don't care because they think it's over. The others, they believe their cause is worth the danger they are in and put others in, said the boy in the head of his friend. They saw a shop being looted nearby on the wall. Graffiti, traitor, alien, magician. We can't stop them by force. We are like the royalists in the revolution, hated and wanted, gone from history, said the boy. And his friend said, his friend wanted to stop them. The boy was not letting him go. Sometimes even an idiot, like the last chicken, can understand the folly of fighting against an angry mob. Can we stop this madness? asked Gabriel, who was known as the masked chicken for his outfit he wore sometimes. As a wannabe hero, a feathered chicken suit and a mask. Why he wore it? No one knew. The other magicians were smart and Although the chicken now wore jeans and a yellow tartan shirt. Lance Jr., on the other hand, was dressed up as an emo goth. He looked less normal and looked more like a vampire than his cousin and her husband, who were vampires. He looked like an emo Dracula. I don't know the boy. Don't, he said. Will being captured help calm the crowd? asked Gabriel. Little maybe, said the boy. Why don't we catch them, then? said the chicken. It'll give us something to do, said the boy, bored hanging out. It's the chicken. It cheated the chicken out of trouble with his dad. I'll ask my Uncle Tempest can help us, said the boy, ducking into an empty road. Followed by the chicken. Can I come? asked the chicken. Just don't wander off. We'll get lost, said Junior. As the black portal appeared out of thin air, boy said leading his friend into the interdimensional portal. They appeared in a dark 
place, lit only by a small glowing pool of water. I had sat place of sole occupant. Junior's uncle, who greeted his nephew warmly. Hi, Junior. Nice to see you, said the uncle. What brings you here? He saw his companion and looked nervous. Hi, Gabriel. Said Tempest, the timekeeper. Rather less warmly. Hi, Uncle Temp. We want to catch the killer of the exploration whose death caused the riots, said Junior. After hugging his uncle. Oh, good. I was afraid you wanted to save the victim, said Tempest. Why? Can't we? With the chicken? No. It's a regrettable fixed point in time. The death, said the timekeeper. Sadly. Oh, shame, said the boy. Can't we stop it anyway? asked the chicken. No, chicken. You can't change fixed points. It ends all existence in now. I tried to change a fixed point once myself. Time fell apart and I had to go back and stop myself from changing the fixed point. Back to what it was supposed to be. Said Tempest. What did you do? Asked. His nephew curious. Did you save the dinosaurs? Asked the chicken. No. Asteroid now called Thea hit the Earth near destroying the planet. It created the moon. It turns out, said Tempest. Can we stop this unrest in the world now? Asked the boy. No, but you can catch the killer. The Tempest. Will it do anything? asked the chicken. Not much. This is a multifaceted problem. Now it's gone beyond the stage. It will do anything big. The Tempest. Well, there's something that needs to be done. Can you send us to the kill? asked the boy. Yes, said Tempest. A portal appeared. Take that. Thanks, said Junior. Come, Gabriel. The boy led the chicken through the portal. Elsewhere, at a mention away, on Earth, a portal appeared back of his school assembly. Oddly, no one saw it. They were watching a man speak. They were watching a man speak. The front of it. Who are we after? Asked Gabriel. The speaker. A voice said in their head. It was Tempest's voice. Wait. Here, yeah, Gabriel. To the 17-year-old boy. Why? Asked Gabriel. I look like a student. He won't suspect me as a problem said Lance Jr. A student. You look like a teenage vampire. 
This Gabriel, right, said Junior. He was engulfed in a black cloud that cleared with him looking normal. He looked like a student. Okay, stay here, said Junior, walking off to the stage. Sit down, boy, a voice said. Junior ignored it as a teacher. Junior, duck, the voice said. He listened. There was a loud bang. The speaker on the stage fell. The sound was a gun shooting. The killer. They were after. The killer of him had been held on the ground by the owner of the voice. Junior heard. Granddad, Junior said, recognising the voice. Over here, boy. Called Blake, don't stop hovering over the killer. And come here and look after this one. Junior noticed a man with a moustache and a beard looking at the body on the stage. Dad, Junior said. Yes, boy, said Senior, climbing off the stage. He walked over to him and hugged him. Lancelot, come here, that Blake. Come with me, boy. I'm wanted. Said Senior, leading his son to where Blake was. A sword appeared in Senior's hand. It pointed at the killer. Of the killer. An exoration, Dad. Said Junior. Who else would want him dead? Said Senior. Blake walked over to the corpse of the magician. You started the whole mess. Gabriel, call the police, said Blake. Tell them the coroner is here, and for God's sake, people, get the kids off my crime scene. This is not for the eyes of children, people. Teachers started leading students out of the room. One tried to get Junior to join them. Leaving. It's all right, he's with me, Senior said. Yes. How come you were here? Tempest called us. You were going to get shot by an alien. He saw it. You got in the way where he had to save you, said Senior. He can chart it on his mobile. Hello, hello, don't put me on hold. Thank you for listening. Remember, the magicians will return. So, keep an eye on this site if you like the stories and poetry. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. Till next time.